today's episode of Super Ad MMA Show, we of course break down UFC 251. We talk about Jorge Masvidal coming to the rescue to fight Kamara Usman. We talk about Ricky Simone rumored to step in, Pat Militich, DUI, again, a couple of fight announcements, and much, much more. So stay tuned. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's edition of Jack and Mel's Super Out MMA Show. I, as always, am your host, Jack Aaron Stoops, joined by my brother, Mel Brown. How is it going, my brother? It's good. It is good. How's that lockdown life treating you? It feels like it's nearly over. It does, but it also feels like it's also very far away. Yeah. It's not too bad. Um, Jiu-Jitsu starts, what, next week? No, it starts on Friday. Oh, this, uh, yeah. Well, there you go. This week, just completely Maybe lost track. On Friday, yeah. Lost track of days. Yeah, I am going to be blowing out my hole for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think everyone will. Yeah. I went and got my haircut yesterday, and my, like my dad was like, oh, you know, it must have been nice to, you know, just a bit of normality. And I was like, yeah, it was super normal. You go in, you have to put a mask on, then you have to write your name and number down so that if someone else gets coronavirus, they can contact you. I was like, yeah, it felt totally normal, yeah. you know, with a barber and horrifying I love, I, I love that, like, like, if someone else gets it, like, so what? What are they going to do? Ring you up and be like, yeah, someone else who was here has it. So fuck. Yeah. No, you might also have it. Yeah, okay. But, um, yeah. I mean, it was nice, dude. That moment when I was in the chair was nice. <laughs> I felt the touch of another man. Um, well, it was actually a woman. Oh, there you go. So there you go. My barber is a lady. That's good for you. I have an appointment on the 14th was the earliest I could get mine. Uh, I'm very, very much looking forward to it. It feels like there is a large cat sitting on top of my head. That is what it looks like. Mm. <laughs> you look like uh, one of Khabib's hats. That is exactly what it is. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, so long. I felt so light after because my hair had gotten so long. My hair had turned into uh, the bad guy from New Country for Old Men. Oh, that is, yeah, that is a fantastic haircut. It, it, was, it was quite the And look, a fantastic film. Oh, it's a wonderful film. The book's good too. Um, I've never read the book. Yeah, I really like Cormac McCarthy as an author. Um, I actually, whenever I was traveling, I bought... All the Wild Horses, I think it's called, which I haven't read. Um, but the I've book, read, but not actually all the Wild Horses. No, no, no. Um, you plus you wouldn't buy a wild horse. Yeah, you just sort of claim it. You just got to yeah, ride it, don't you? you? Just got to break this, it in. This is mine. <laughs> um, but he wrote the the Road as well, which is the opposite of New Country for Old Men. It's a terrible, terrible film. film. Is that your man Vigo Morton? Mortensen. Mortensen. Um but yeah, the road's one of my favourite books ever. It's phenomenal. Had me literally in tears in the middle of an airport. Pussy. It's always what you want from a book. Yeah, yeah, you say that man. You I'm telling you, especially now you've got a kid. You read that book, you would I feel no emotion since I've had a kid. I'm now just a rock. Sounds sounds healthy. Yeah. <laughs> zero emotions. Zero emotions. So <clears throat> UFC 251 obviously happening this weekend, um, which is awesome sauce. I'm very excited for it. Well, it is a big card, but it feels like a big one. It is a big one. It is. Um, before we get into that, um, we'll just cover some bits of, bits of news. Um, 
So Paulo Costa's manager says Eugene Berman lied. Uh, Israel Adesanya apparently turned down a, a title fight for UFC 251. Initial thoughts? There you go. You lied. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Who would your gut go with here? I don't know. I kind of don't care. Like, unless, you know, it's not booked, so meh. The, would this card have needed Adesanya and Cost on it? No. So. Now my friend Connor asked me the other day, he said, he's got, he's actually, he's got a question for us later on in the podcast, but he was saying that he's gone back and listened to basically from the beginning of our back catalogue, which is pretty cool because he's been telling me things that like we've said that was right and wasn't and whatever. And he said one of the things, he was like, do you regret saying that Paulo Costa could never be champ? And I was like, nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't regret it at all. Because, um, I mean, I just can't see him. I just think Twitter is absolutely gay for big muscles. <laughs> and that's about what he's got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's tough, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, he's tough, but like, I would expect them all to be tough. But I just think... People technically hugely overrate him, um, and they like the way he looks. He looks impressive, and I he now talks shit. It's a good thing if he wins against Adesanya because we get Romero, Costa for the belt and five rounds. True. Yes, please. Well, that fight was only good. Well, not it was only good, but Romero needs someone like that. He'll just throw caution to the wind. I just don't think that tactic will work against Adesanya at all. 100% it won't. 100% Adesanya. Uriah Hall jabbed him up until Juice Head just was able to weather it and started. Juice Head. Uh, If anyone on (laughs) earth tells me that Paulo Costa is clean, come on. Come on. I know. It's like like one of the worst kept secrets in the sport. He's like 250 pounds. He is. (laughs) Huge, yeah, with huge. no body fat. So we're not going to get into breaking this fight down um, yet because that is coming shortly. Max Holloway says limited prep, no concern at UFC two fifty one. So without breaking the fight down, um, I think I would I th- be surprised if there was as limited prep as he's letting us know. Apparently, he was like Zoom training uh, for his striking, and you mm. know my. My worry wouldn't be cardio, and his logic is I've been fighting my whole life, and I kind of think... The Mike yeah. Perry approach? No, no, it's different. It's because Max Holloway is a consummate professional. Um, I just think I I think he's just not tightening on his gym, <laughs> being open or him doing stuff. There's, I find it very hard to believe that there's as little preparation as he's letting on. It would be irresponsible, irresponsible on his part if he went ahead. But that doesn't. I know people are like, oh, balls on him or whatever. You know, like, oh, so courageous or you know, shows he's a real fighter. To me, if you're the consummate professional and you can't have good prep, that's irresponsible and shouldn't be applauded. And if he goes in and gets whooped, he's lost his you know place in the packing order and the, the title shots for. You know, he'll have to work his way back up. I just think, if true, this is stupid. But yeah, I think, I think I'm, the problem... I'm sceptical of, of 
of his claims. I think the problem is, and you know, we'll move on at this point so we don't go into breaking it down too much, but I think the, p- the problem is that for him to beat Volkanovski, there needs to be some changes in tactics and game planning, and that would more be my worry, you know, if it was a new Yeah, opponent, but he also needs to to drill those as well. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, though, is that like that would so be tell my me one did, concern. What, 68 weeks of shadow boxing in front of his computer, and he's ready for the guy who beat him? That sounds like a Tony Ferguson approach right there. So, mm. um, we are mourning Abdul Manap Nurmagomedov's death. Apparently, the whole MMA world is is mourning it. So, obviously, it's shit. But I mean, the problem with things like this for me is, and this is probably going to be sounding a bit of a dick, but it's like it's a fighter's dad. Yeah. Do you oh, know what I mean? Sad, like, like it's, it's yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm not disputing that, but like, the whole MMA world is mourning this. Is it? It's like I think most people would probably feel the way that I feel about it, which is, it sucks. And if I saw Khabib, I would be like, I'm sorry for your loss. But yeah. like, you know, it it just the fact it was such big, big, big news. Well, I think it's big, big news because of who Khabib is, obviously. But I think lots of people are saying it's because he sort of the influence he had over a whole pile of Dagestani fighters, which is fair enough, you know. I suppose over there he's more of a cultural figure and, you know, credited, or Habib would credit a lot of his success to him. It is sad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm quite cold in that way in that, like, it's hard, you know, yeah, it can be sad for people, famous people, or people I don't know who are who die and they can understand the, the circumstances of it and feel sympathy for it but as for a personal level like there's there's someone I don't know you know it's hard to be that yeah but it'd be emotionally like, invested in someone I've never met <laughs> be like reading in the paper Daniel Radcliffe's dad has passed away but you'd be like no oh, that sucks I think well I think I think more so from the MMA perspective it's because of who he is within MMA like I get it but but who is he with an MMA though? I mean, he's just—he's Khabib's dad. I know he's a coach, and I understand. No, I think it, that well. I think that's what it is. I think he's, you know, a very respected coach who's had a mm. big influence on lots of fighters from that part of the world. I would expect similar tributes to pour in if I don't know. For us, Sahabi dropped dead tomorrow. I hope he doesn't now. It'd be scary if he oh, did. Man. If he called don't. out. Don't even. Just every week, we're just accidentally cursing people. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I would expect something similar like that. Someone who's had an impact on a lot of fighters, you know, and yeah. one or two very successful fighters. I think it's just because of the personal relationship to Habib and obviously the level of fame Habib has acquired over the last few years. You know, his dad's very much highlighted in that. You know, they're always together and you'd see him in lots of the promotional stuff for Habib, so I suppose it's a familiar face, and he's, you know, he has had a big impact on a lot of those guys. I think one of the things, now I can't verify this, but I saw, is that like, he had a positive influence on like lots of young men from Dagestan, because instead of going down a shitty route in life, you know, he focused them towards competitive sports, which is to be applauded, but... Yeah, I'm not overly familiar with how the world works in Dagestan, so I won't say no, much nor more. I. Yeah. Um, I uh, don't particularly agree with how they 
treat i don't know like women for instance <laughs> yeah so it's kind of like that's the other thing too it's like you know it's like he was an amazing coach you're like yep yeah, i'm not sure we'd have agreed on personal morals too much though oh yeah but it's also, <laughs> it's also that thing it's like if someone's just died they can they can and have done no wrong that is true but um obviously condolences to the family it is shit um so Jan Gianan and Claudia Gadelia has been announced which is a good fight makes sense for both parties don't have anything to add really do you no not really good um, fight <laughs> yeah Pat Miletic uh arrested for DUI oh sad dear. oh dear um there doesn't I couldn't find too much information on this though like as in exactly what went down was he just a little bit over the limit was he completely fucked you know I don't know it's, I it's, think it well it's the news is only at this point what 10 hours old or something so because it's a tough call to make it so I don't want to say tough call to make a decision on because DUI is never good and, and it's you know it's not something that I would ever be like oh, okay I get it but you know, there is a big difference between, you know, office face and prescription pills, office face on drink, aggressive with the cops or whatever, versus had one beer too many at dinner. You know, both well, apparently same this risk. Is, this is his second time getting done for this. Right. So. Well, presumably not good then, but yeah. hopefully he can get his shiz together if it is not. Hmm. Um, Pedro Munoz out. He got to COVID. Um, so Edgar without an opponent however Ricky Simone who I think is cornering Andrade has offered to step in um, yeah sort of makes sense it does um, that's a bummer I was looking forward to that fight I thought that was a bad fight for Edgar um, Ricky Simone is a much more winnable fight um, that's who knows? Like I saw a picture of Frankie Cutting to one thirty five and he looked drained. Really? Yeah. Uh can't remember where I saw it. I'll look it up after this, but yeah, I think it was his manager posted it and he was like he's weighing hundred and forty five pounds a week or two before and he just looked pretty drained. But we I don't know, see. like you would have thought that the hundred and thirty five is probably the division Frankie should have been fighting at the majority of his career yeah you would have thought so but i mean i suppose the thing is if he hasn't been there um in a period of time um you know it's it's hard to know how the body's going to react to it you know and then he's also 38 that's what i was going to say and the other thing too is though like you have that thing where you have fighters who are adamant that like if they're regimented with the weight cut their body kind of knows what to do like i think Mm. josh emma talked about this when he was on the podcast um sort of said you know like once you you've got your routine down your body knows it's coming and it sort of goes oh this is a bit right to get rid of everything but i can do it safely because i'll get everything back the next day and then you hear the theory that you know oh you've only got so many cuts and then your body starts to go or father time gets your whatever but you've got to wonder with frankie if it's maybe because he hasn't been doing this in so long oh he's been cutting the featherweights but like that's think, 10 pounds though i don't think he's ever fought at bantamweight um. No, I don't, no, he hasn't. So, I don't know. I think it's just. I think Frankie's chin is starting to go. Um. Yeah. 
used to be known for his chin. It gets he's been dropped a lot in his career. Mm. I think cutting that much weight. Reggie Simone isn't the puncher Pedro Munoz is, but he still has a decent pop. Yeah, at, at one thirty-five. I just don't like it. If he was going to do it, I wish he had done it four years ago. Yeah, I um, agree. It just feels like a, a, nearly a desperation move, you know, to stay in the mix. And he's, you know, he's got a arguably Hall of Fame career. Yeah, I, you could argue it. Um, you know he's Holloway danced around him but fair enough that's Max Holloway the chance on Young loss was bad the Brian Ortega loss was bad he beat Cub Swanson again but Cub Cub as much as we love him is a top 5 choker yeah Um, I don't know I don't know like the people he's lost to are you know high level and this was he has he's yet to have that loss where you're like oh okay he's losing to guys like this now um this is one of those dangerous fights that this could be the first one you know oh you're losing to mm. guys like Ricky Simone now okay you know we're we're dipping out of being elite but well we don't I, even know if Frankie's could, could accept it yet oh yeah true oh true um and he could look at me isn't it one thirty five for all we know but. <clears throat> I'm leaning towards probably not you know 38 first time cutting there there's lots of lots of hurdles to get over to be successful um, but it's Frankie Edgar he'll win one fight down there and they'll give him a title shot true that <laughs> yeah um, so UFC 251 at the weekend um, we're not going to go through every single fight because the first couple are a bit pish um, and we're lazy yeah but uh First one of interest, Marcin Tybura against Maxim Grishin. Now, this is a really tough one to call because Grishin being favoured by KO. However, his wins are a majority decision over Jordan Johnson. You know, uh, a right cross KO over Mikhail Moknatkin, I think. you know, Sounds like a perfect pronunciation of that. Yeah, I, I would imagine that I nailed it. Um... <clears throat> kind of coming from the PFL over, you know, Ty Burra not had a great run, you know, obviously lost to Derek Lewis, beat Stefan Struve, but lost to um, Shamil Abder. Can I go ahead? Go ahead with Abder- that one. <laughs> Abderakimov. Yeah, we'll take it. Abderakimov. Abderakimov. Admiral Akbar. Yeah, lost to Colonel Akbar. It was a trap. Um, lost to Augusto Sakai and then obviously recently beat Sergei Spivak so you know Ty Burra probably not far away from getting cut if he doesn't he's just a he's a top 15 filler guy at, at heavyweight but heavyweight is so so thin um Grishin I'm not he's super experienced you know he's had 40 odd fights or in and around the level in the PFL though is uh different at heavyweight especially is not fantastic 36 as well you know it's yeah and also a light heavyweight yeah i don't know I, I don't know um i suppose i would favor tybura just for the he's faced more elite competition um but with newcomers guy moving up on weight 
You just don't know. You just don't know. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for Grishin by I'd KO. have to go watch some tape on him. I yeah. haven't seen enough. No, I can Even though he's got 40 that. fights, but... I, Probably but this, is like the thing. this is the thing as well. If he was that good at 36 years old with 40 fights, we probably would have heard of him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, No, we could be com- being completely ignorant. I'm sure someone will tell us, oh my God, you haven't heard of Maxime Grishin? Uh, as of right now, no. So, Well, I'm, I'm going to go for him. So, uh, Next fight up, uh, Leonardo Santos versus Roman Bagatov. Or Bogatov. I like um, Bogatov. Bogatov. Yeah, uh, I think I favor Santos slightly. Yeah, I think Santos... I think Santos might tap him. This is another guy, though. Like Bogatov could be outrageously good. He's coming from M M one. Yeah. Um. Leonardo Santos, old as balls. He is old as balls, but he also keeps winning. That be true. He's on what, like a six or seven. Five if you actually, like, if you look at his last five, right. He's only fought five times in the last six years for a start. But if you look at who he's beat, Efren Escudero, Anthony Rocco Martin tapped him out, Kevin Lee knocked him out, Adriano Martins, and he absolutely iced Stevie Ray. That's right, yes, yes, that's the one I he's remember. He's just so inactive. Um, so he's hard to gauge. I, oof, I don't know. I suppose I'm going to go Santos because... Despite being 40, he keeps winning and he wins against fairly high level of competition. Um, I don't know. Like, it's a big step up for Bogotov. Um, Santos is going to top him in the second round. I Okay, that's a big call. I was also thinking submission. Um, I think I'll actually, I think I will join you in that. All aboard, all aboard the prediction train. Um, Next fight up, uh, Danny Henry versus Amir Amir Kani. Sorry, Maquan Amir Kani. Um, I don't like Amir Kani for some reason. As a fighter or your personality? Both. Just coming at him. Yeah, um, so obviously Danny Henry coming off that loss to Dan Ige. um, Amir Kani fighting out of SPG. um, I... I would have to favour Amir Khani though. Um, just he's just fought better competition, I think. Um, yeah, I think he will tap him. That's what I think as well, and I think it will be in the first round. I will go second round. My goodness. Um, so next fight up, which is a it's actually a great fight. Um, Zaleski versus Salikov. This um, is a great fight. That's a superb fight. I favour Salikov pretty heavily. Heavily, it's a gut thing. Um, I just, I don't know. Like I, I think was it Taleb he knocked out. Um, and I remember being like, "Oh, this guy could be fucking great." Um, and I just, I just have a feeling that Salkov's going to spark him. I think Zaleski is going to win a decision on the feet. Interesting. Just sort of keep him at range. Yeah. Um, I think Zaleski is. I think it'll look 
a good bit like his last fight where he beat Konchenko. Um, yeah. And Konchenko, or not Konchenko, Salikov. Yeah, I don't know. I think Zaleski can stay on the outside. Um, he's the bigger guy. Well, no, I don't know. Like the the listed as the same height, but I would have like in my head, Zaleski's much taller than him. I don't know if he's like a leaner build or something. But Salikov's fairly stout, as far as I remember. Mm. I like this fight. Um, I think this is a hard, really hard one to call. Really hard to call, actually. It is. Um. I'll go Zaleski. Yeah, I'm sticking with Zaleski decision. Just gut feeling. Cool beans. Next fight up is Volkan Ostomir versus Yuri Prochadska. Prochadska. Um, so, interesting thing about this is that a lot of people seem to actually be picking Prochadska. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I feel like it's hard to because his last win was... A KO win over well the ghost of CB Dalloway. It's it's just then, how dominant he's looked in rising. But, but Fabio Maldonado and Muhammad Lal like King Mo. I know. Yeah, but that's it's, but it's that's, how he's been beating them. This is a tough out for your first fight in the UFC. It is, but it's a fucking bad one for Ustamir too because you know obviously has the wins over Latifi and Alexander Rakic, um, which is. You know, those were saving grace for Ustamir because, you know, he was on a three or four fight skit at the time. And I remember yeah. us talking at the time, being like, if he loses again, he could be done. Uh, I had him beating uh, Reyes in London. So did yeah. you. We were at that fight. Yeah. Um, obviously, that was um, one of the fights that uh, that was a part of that skid. So I'm sure that factored in. But, you know, it's a weird spot for Ustamir to be in, taking a guy could completely outside the rankings you know when he's ranked inside the top 10 it is it's a big risk um but if prochaska wins he's right in the mix um oh i don't know which way to go like everything in my head says logically you pick ozdemir because of mm. who he's fought how he's looked against them who he's beaten but i don't know i think prochaska could be Legitimus Maximus. A contender. Um, I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go Prochaska. I'm going to say first round knockout. Okay. Even though my head is telling me Ostomir. I'm going for an Ostomir first round knockout. So there you go. Have some of that. Have some of that. Uh, Next fight up is the death of Paige Van Sant versus Amanda Rebus. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> um, I think Rebus will smack the shit out of Paige Van Zandt. I have, I have Rebus by decision. I hope Rebus smacks her into OnlyFans. <laughs> not because I want to see it, just because I want to see her not fight anymore. Because I, I just can't, I can't do the whole like. I don't know if she will. Like it's it's people who talk about it like her, where it's like fighting's what I know, it's what I do, but it's not actually what she knows or what she does. If that makes sense, like she, all she's done recently is bitch about how she made way more money on Dancing with the Stars, and I can understand that, but it's like then just go and do shit like that. I can, and you know, I'm a big advocate for they should all get paid more, and that includes people like Paige Van Sant. Hundred percent. However, you should get paid in. 
in uh, what equates to your skill level. Um, she's not an active fighter, and and that's not through her fault. Through her, her fault, I believe she had a, like broken her arm. Multiple a bunch. surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the pictures of that were pretty gnarly. Brutal. Yeah. Um. But like, she had, what two, two fights in the last three years? Something you know, her yeah. only win in that time is Rachel Ostovich, who's what I. You know, she's four and four. She, we've spoken about her before. She wouldn't be there if she didn't look the way she did. Um, I think this is the last fight in her contract. She is only 26. But I just, I think, to her credit, she has made a brand outside of fighting where she will be probably more successful now. Um, and will make more money. So I don't think she'll ever take that next step up in fighting um i wonder would she go to bellator with her no. husband no i think i think bellator might pay her more money they, and they use might. her use her in like a higher if she you know if she really wants to continue fighting which by all accounts until she says otherwise i'm going to assume she does yeah uh they would use her in a more high profile role like she would be a headliner and yeah 100 percent but I think that she has other avenues. She's going to end up in films and TV. She's going to be a TV presenter or some shit like she will. Yeah. So be interesting uh, to see uh, if she went to Bellator, if she was actually a draw. Do you know what I mean? No, nah, she's not. Yeah, it's not. You she know, has enough interest to like. But is the interest like, oh, like does any you know is the interest like oh I bet I best watch her fight or is it like eh, no. check her Instagram every now and again? That's enough. It's not. It's not a. I think it's interest of like, oh, that's a nice fight to add to the card, but it's not like, oh, I'm buying that card now. Levels of interest. Yeah. To I'm, to Joe Public. Yeah, she just. She's just not good enough. No, she's not. You know, she's not. But she she has that name recognition now. But anger. This will be the last receiver in the UFC. I think Rebus will piece her up at range. Um, whether she can, if she puts her away, I think she taps her. No, um, I think she batters her on the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think she takes it there. I think she rocks her, drops her, follows up, and and TKOs her. I could see Rebus winning anyway, to be honest. But I think I'm gonna go decision. I think she just pieces her up on the outside. Page, to your credit, is tough. Yeah. Um, so I will. I'm going back and forth between submission and decision. I think I'll go decision. I'm going TKO round two. Rebass. That will be mine. So next up, one of my all-time favourite fights coming up, I think. Um, Rose Nami Yunus versus Jessica Jessica Andrade. Um, Obviously, the slam KO from the first one will echo in the memory of MMA eternity, but uh, I I just, I, I think that Rose beats her I, th- I think she beats her by decision um and i think this looks exactly like the first fight except rose lets go of the kimura this time yeah i have picked rose decision as well if she just stays on the outside and jabs her up she can't afford to get pressed against the cage by andrade i think people still underrate andrade though um you know like she did mean to slam yeah yeah no 100 you know like it's like saying like oh, i didn't mean to knock him out with that punch you know if you're getting beat still but the slam that's what i'm saying is the slam isn't like it's not me saying that andrade didn't mean to do it it's that it was nami Yunus's fault 
Yeah, but sense. at the same like, time, you know, lots of things you could say that, you know, like, oh, well, they should have slipped or they should have blocked. Yeah, or, no, I get that. But like, as in, you know, you and I both know from our limited I just don't, training. I don't, I don't like the narrative the that like, Andrade beat her, finished her. You know, that is the fight. There isn't, just because people like Rose, there isn't, and I like Rose as well. There's, you know, that is the result of the fight. It doesn't have an asterisk beside it. That's just how it went. Rose had a yes. good, had one good round against her. And then get slammed on her head and finished. No, I I agree, but you have to you have to look at that whenever you're assessing this. Oh fight. yeah, I am, and I, that's why I'm picking Rose by decision. I think she does what she did in the first round of that fight for three rounds. But what I'm saying is, I think people don't give Andrade the credit. I think she's more dangerous to Rose than people think. Like I have, I see people all over Twitter just saying that Namius is going to, you know, obviously mow through her. Um, I just don't think that's guaranteed. Well, there's a mentality thing here too, you know, which is that, you know, Rose could be mentally broken from that fight, you know, when it comes to fighting her. You know, Rose has been very open about anxiety in fight week and obviously that was part of the narrative with the Ioana fights and, you know, it'd be interesting to see how she comes back from that adversity. You know, is she still affected by that or has she recovered from it? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Time will tell, but I, for now, I'm picking Rose. So, um, picking Rose decision. On to the title fights. Um, Peter or Petter Jan Petr versus Jan. Jose Aldo. There is way too many people picking Jan. Aldo is going to knock him out in the second round. Um, I'm going to pick Aldo. I think maybe decision. I'm thinking Aldo decision. Okay. Um. I just think he's better than Petr Jan. I think he's better everywhere. Um, Petr Jan will rely on putting the pressure on Aldo, but Aldo is a world-class counter-striker. Extraordinaire. Um, Look for them body shots. I think... Yeah, I think I, I think there's a mix of people underrate Jose Aldo and people overrate Petr Jan. Now... I am fully prepared to eat my words when it comes to to Jan, because if he wins, he's obviously the real deal. Um, but until he does, I can't have him as this uncrowned champion. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, the b- beating the uh, the fossil of Uriah Faber doesn't that's true. The hype that, that after he's they got. after they got Uriah Faber's DNA from a fossilized mosquito in amber. Yes, put him yeah, together exactly. on Isla Nublar yeah. and brought him back. <laughs> I think Aldo is just better everywhere. You know, Jan's not going to be able to get him down, um, so that's not something that I think is going to happen. If he does, he's certainly not going to be able to hold him down. And Aldo is just a better striker. I think we're. I think be people, looking... yeah. I think you know, if Jan can, if he's, you know, he does have heavy hands and heavy strikes, but Aldo's faced that his whole career but like I suppose if Jan hits that hard and puts the pressure on him he could fluster him you know back him up Um, I don't know if he's got the pace to overwhelm like Holloway did he also doesn't have that size that Holloway has Um, yeah I just think Aldo will I think it could be close as Aldo fights tend to be now Um, or will look close but I think uh yeah, Aldo should just. I just think he's better. Yeah, same same as you. Until until I'm proven otherwise, and I'm fully ready to be proven otherwise, I think he's better off the evidence we have. 
Aldo is the better fighter. Agreed. Um, co-main event, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. Two. Um, this is a tough fight to call. Um, I think I favor Volkanovsky, but if someone can make the adjustments, I'm Max Holloway. I th- yeah, true, but well, going back to the thing, if he's claiming his preparation was as bad as it was, it swings me further towards Volkanovsky, and I'm already picking him. I think one of the things City Kickboxing do really well is game plan, and they will have something for him, you know? Yeah. Um, I think the big story of this is if Max deals with the leg kicks this time. Volkanovski just hammered him with him the first three rounds, or the last fight took away his movement. Um, this is a great fight. Love this fight. Yeah. Um, Apparently Volkanovski asked for it. Yeah, well, yeah, I heard that. It's baller move. Yeah. Um, I think Volkanovski beats him again, but this is another one which could swing either way. Like uh, we're now, we now don't know about Max. Yeah, we don't know about his preparation. Um, I think he's had a similar game plan for his last. I think even including both of the Aldo fights, I think he's relied very much on pressure standing in the pocket and using his boxing yeah. and, it's, and it's worked you know he's been able to use the head movement slip back and he usually fires like a good one two um, Ortega wasn't on the level of striking or it worked well against Jose Aldo a more Muay Thai based kick or more Muay Thai based fighter um, it didn't work against Dustin Poirier and it didn't work against Alexander Volkanovsky, who Poirier beat him at his own game, stood in the yeah. pocket and just out toughed him. Um, you know, he beat Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar probably shouldn't have had that fight. Um, and Volkanovsky, like I said, just took his legs away. So it's how Max deals with that. But I think that Volkanovsky will all, you know, Volkanovsky will also have more data to process he knows what it's like to be in there with Holloway now he can also make adjustments mm-hmm. um, I think Volkanovski wins another decision this time maybe a bit more clear cut because the last one I think I give the first three to Volkanovski and then Max came on in the yeah. last two um, yeah I'm looking forward to this one should be good yeah I'm going to pick Volkanovski decision yeah. so the main event obviously Gilbert Burns tested positive for COVID, so shocker! It's getting not like I said it last week, not getting enough press. All these guys who just fought on UFC cards are all testing positive for it. I know that's I him know. and his brother who had both who had fought on different cards over the last what, three four weeks. Yeah, that's not good. Um, nope. Usman obviously, rumor was he was not going to get an opponent and then Masvidal finally stepped up so we have uh, Jorge Masvidal and Kamara Usman um, fair play to Masvidal taking the fight on short notice I think a lot of people thought well he's come out see I happen. had a few thoughts on this and I, I put them up on Twitter uh, he shouldn't take the fight and he shouldn't take the fight unless he's getting the money he wants so I thought well at least if he's taking it they must be paying him what he wants but he has since come out and said yep we're not there yet I've accepted this and this contract but we're still not where I want to be. So I'm kind of like, right, well, you've just, <laughs> you've just lost given away. all of your, 
you've given away all your negotiating power. You're betting it all that you win because if you don't, that's that's your negotiating done. So um, if the UFC were willing to pay him this amount, why the hell didn't they just agree this seven, eight weeks ago so he could be prepared? I hate I hate short notice title fights. So Masvidal, if he, like if Masvidal wins, he's gonna knock Usman out. Like that, that is his path to victory. Yep. But I don't. I think it's like I think he does that two times out of ten. Yeah, I've Usman winning a dominant decision. I think yeah. there'll be a few hairy moments in the first two rounds, but Usman has taken down everyone he's attempted to take down in the UFC. Well, Usman can't do what he did with Colby to Masvidal. So that's not how this fight's going to look. I think everybody knows that. Oh yeah, it can't yeah, look like that. Really. There's too too much yeah. danger on the feet. Um, you know, obviously this is kind of similar to the Khabib Connor fight, where it's that you know, it's only the moments of closing the distance that really pose the the danger to Usman. Yeah. Um, but those moments could could be hairy, and I think that. The, you're right, I think the first two rounds could be the touch and go bit as you know, Usman figures out the the timing and Masvidal figures out the range and is still pretty fresh and then obviously I think after that I think Usman will take over. I could see Masvidal winning a round or two, possibly, yeah. um early. Um but I, I do favour Usman. I would love to see Masvidal win though, because the idea and shoot me for saying it, but the idea of Connor versus Masvidal for the one seventy belt yeah. is fun. That's a fun it's fight. It's fun, though. but it should never happen. And no, plus, it's going Connor's to. retired, bro. I know, but it's going to happen if Masvidal wins. That fight's going to happen. No, if Masvidal wins, then it's Covington. You do that beef. <clears throat> it should be, but it won't be because there's more money in the Connor fight. And then you I, have Connor I think, Diaz. I think fans, to an extent, have also grown tired of the Connor thing. I just don't think that that is the draw they they think it is. Mm. I yeah. I think I think there'd be such a backlash against Connor getting a one seventy shot. <laughs> like he can't. He, Connor cannot get a title fight, especially outside of lightweight. Well, he shouldn't get a title fight anywhere. Well, he can and he will. That's the problem. No. He shouldn't, but he can. Yeah, and yeah, Masvidal says if he wins, he wants to give Nate Diaz the first title shot. Come on! I know, I know, I know. Of course he does, though, because it's a he knows how that fight's going to play out. You yeah, know, exactly. makes sense. Exactly, <laughs> what it did last time. So, um, I'm going to go for Usman decision. Same. Cool beans. Well, we've got a couple of listener questions, so. Let's get on to that. So, um, Aza, which is at AZZA underscore W20. What's up, bud? He says, uh, fight you're most looking forward to on UFC Fight Island. For me, it's not even close. Whitaker versus Till should be a fight of the year contender. I would agree. I think that would probably be one of the ones I'm most excited for. Yeah, I think there's a pile of them. Um, that one, I'm really looking forward to Jan and Aldo. Um, I'm trying to think what other ones there are. Guitar versus Ige is a Guitar Ige is a great fight. Um, you have what's it's Jack or Jack Hermanson and Gastelum is yeah. another one that that could um, be. 
Yeah. Kuda think, and Nogueira? Yes, for personal reasons. Like, I don't think it's going to be a barn burner, but um, I'm look, I'm interested, really looking forward to seeing how Gustafsson looks at heavyweight. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think Whitaker Till definitely has the potential, like, you know, two elite middleweights. Be interested to see where Whitaker's at, if he's still got it after those fights with Romero and obviously the Adesanya loss till you know still on the rise at middleweight yep really like that fight um and I think well this weekend's card has you know you could pick any number of them off it to be honest yeah yeah no that's true um yeah it's a pile of them and I'm really really curious to see how Volkanovski and Holloway 2 plays out So, uh, Dan Burrows, which is at Dan L. Burrows, what's the crack, my man? Um, He says, how well do you think Jorge does against Usman? I'd like him to do well, but his go-to in wrestling is wall walking. Usman's speciality is pinning people against the cage in the clinch and working from there, so I can't see it ending well for Jorge. Um, Yeah, I agree with that, and it's something that I didn't touch on in our breakdown because I knew this was coming up, and you're bang on. Um, You can't wall walk when you're not on the ground. Yeah. No, I I think Usman... I think the physical difference as well is going to be super pronounced. Like, Usman yeah. is gigantic at welterweight and Masvidal, although he is bulked up since going up to welterweight sort of full-time, is a guy who fought a long time at at lightweight. Um, apparently he's got, he said he's got over 20 pounds to cut in six days. So... The Masvidal? Yeah. So you wonder how the preparation has been, how the you know, how the cardio is going to be facing someone like Usman who will drag you into the later rounds and really tire you out. Um, I think this gets ugly in the fourth and fifth. I could see it getting stopped. Um, but I think Usman just, is, yeah, like I said, like Dan said, this his speciality of pressing people against the cage is super draining. Uh, with an athlete that size and that strong doing it to you while you're not fully prepared for 25 minutes, uh, yeah, it's going to suck for, for Masvidal. Like, like we said, <clears throat> Masvidal's only real danger is out in the open. I think Usman sort of has it everywhere else and he'll decide where the fight goes. So to answer his question, I don't think he's going to do great, to be honest. No. Um Connor McConnell, who is uh, one of my mates, uh, at Connor McConnell. So it's a uh, hold on uh, at C O N N O R M C C O N N O N N E L one. Um, he says, "Is there anything you guys have said, claimed, predicted in earlier episodes that you've since reconsidered?" No. As a recent listener, this may have already been covered in later episodes, but is there anything that springs to mind? Um, I regret so nothing. There's a couple. There's a couple of things. So first of all, he was telling me he's been listening from the start. He was saying that in the Connor Khabib one, you'd predicted a Kimura, and I'd predicted, and I I basically apparently predicted what happened. I was like, it, mm. you know, he, he'll beat him, take his back, or take his neck and strangle him in the fourth round. And then apparently the next week, I didn't even like, I didn't even mention it. I was just like, yeah, I think I, I think I, I think yeah, I well, I think we called it in our video for we the did. fourth round submission. We, we did. Um. But he was saying about, like, you know, the Paulo Costa thing, which you mentioned earlier. 
Um, one of the things I think that you maybe would have to reconsider would be I have been banging on the Kevin Lee is mentally broken drum since the hype train started because I remember us having many's a debate about that when Kevin Lee was still Kevin Lee and I think that's something that now you would have to reconsider. Nope. But I can't <laughs> I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I am sure that there is shitloads if we were to go back and I and stand listen. by my convictions. If I felt that way at the time, I felt that way <laughs> at the time. I will take nothing back. <laughs> If I can um, think of anything off the top of my head, I've maybe been a bit harsh on Vulcan Ostomir over over the years. I don't think you have. I I've pretty much trashed him. Said he's crap. <laughs> Is he not though? Well, no. Yes, and no. He's not as crap as I made him out to be. But I'm not willing <laughs> to concede that he is good. Poor Ozdemir. Like all of the things we've ever talked about, and he's the one that you're like, okay, I've made Well, it's just while we're breaking it down there, it's kind of like, yeah, I've picked against him pretty much every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there's been tons of stuff, really. Like, I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah, like of- I sort of, by the time I finish this podcast, I'll have forgotten what I've said, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think to be fair, one of the things because I said to to Connor, I was like, you know, when you're listening to it, you know, I think there's been a lot of times we've been bang on about stuff, um, but I'm like, I'm sure there is times where we've been wrong, um, but I can't off the top of my head think of a time where we've been like outrageously wrong. Mm-hmm. You know where it's like, oh, we yeah. got that one so wrong, like. I mean, yes, there might be fights where it's like, you know, massive upset, someone gets sparked or something, but I mean, like, I can't think of a time where it's like, we've said something where it's like, how did we get that wrong? Oh, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there is. You just have to, I can't be arsed. Fair play to him because I couldn't be arsed going back and listening to podcasts from a year, year and a half ago. He said he's really enjoying it because, like, I suppose it is a bit different because it's already happened. So it's like, I wonder, yeah. you know, I wonder, like, if I did go back and listen to them, I wonder would it be like, oh, we got that right, or, oh, no, we got that very wrong. I might have to. Oh, I would say we'll have got lots of things very wrong. And That'd be a good segment for us. Like, pick one thing each episode from a previous podcast and readdress it. The Humble Pie segment. Yeah, this week's serving I love it. of Humble Pie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that wraps up our listener questions. So, what are your plans the rest of the week? Just you know, fap, get my freak on. As always, you gonna go to jujitsu? Of course, of course. That's gonna be weird being back, embracing the touch of other men. Mm, the strangles, the strangles. Yeah, just gonna panic. It'll all like. It'll all have gone out the window. Just be freaking out anytime anyone goes near my neck. <laughs> well, at least you're getting your hair cut soon. It means no one can pull your hair. Well, it won't be cut by Friday, so. So hair pulling, fair game on Friday. Oh, I'm gonna get so sweaty. It's gonna be gross. It's gonna be flopping around, slapping off people. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, be a man. dick. I'm gonna get real sweaty, and then like, you know bury my head in the bridge of someone's nose and just motorboat that hair around i've been there i've been there you you do sweat a lot i i cannot deny this it is impressive it is i'm just sweating out the evil 
<laughs> getting rid of those dirty toxins. So uh, I wonder if there's been any updates on Cameo this week. What do you reckon? Probably. Let's have a look and see what's happening on Cameo. If, if you didn't listen last week, we were looking to see... Well, we had a question from Cara about it, and uh, yeah, we went deep last week. It's Bret Hart again. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav's still the best one on it. Oh my <laughs> god, you can get Floyd Mayweather. Really? Yeah, £829. You wouldn't think he's that strapped for cash that uh, he'd be like, hot best get on cameo. Need you that. say that, but if you think about it from his point of view, if you think about it in pure business sense, it's like getting paid the guts of a grand for 30 seconds of work. What do people hire him to do? Like come on and threaten their wives and girlfriends with domestic abuse? <laughs> <laughs> um, so be as specific as possible with your request, such as your relationship to the cameo recipient, numbers and details. Tell my best friend forever. Cam, congrats. Uh, all right, okay, yeah, okay, see what they're doing. Could I pay him to talk dirty? I'm sure you could. And how could, like, I don't know if Floyd Mayweather can read. Well, he must have an assistant who then, like, helps him with the, the cameo requests. Here's one that's a little fucked up. Vincent Fox. Do you know who that is? The names? It's the fucking president of Mexico, bro. You can get the president what? of Mexico. Get him to announce new laws. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be so good. You'd be like, uh, I actually have the president here telling me I'm allowed yeah, to do or, this. Yeah, or announce a new national holiday, <laughs> like honoring yourself. Today <laughs> is just... Jack Aaron Stoops Day in Mexico. Oh, that'd be so good. So good. So, yeah, that's a weird one. The fact that you can get the president of a country. Is he the current president? He can't be the current president. Um, oh, I'll have to look. There's no way. Ah, former president of Mexico. Yeah, so I say he can't. He can't have the current head of state. That's why I was wondering there. Plus, like, what? Like, who the hell is using that? Who's being like? Do you know who? who do you know who he would love for his birthday? Former president former of Mexico, Mexican Vincent president. Fox. Yeah. There is Mo- oh, Buff Bagwell. Buff Bagwell. If you got the the former president of Mexico, you would just send it to the current president of Mexico talking mad shit. See, James Haskell, the rugby player, more expensive than Buff Bagwell. It's, times are tough when you're buff. <gasps> you can get Taze on day. Why? Chocolate rain. Like, why, though? Why? Because some stay dry and others feel the pain. That's why. Prick. You can get Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars. Oh, to value your items. Uh, I don't. Uh, this is it. I still it has blown my mind. This website. I just don't understand that at all. I just don't get it. Celebrity whore catalog, essentially. Yeah, basically. Um, who the fuck? I don't even understand it. There's a there's a vet, Doctor Jan Paul, apparently. Like that's. I'm only interested in that if, like, I need a veterinarian's opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's probably cheaper. Yeah, it probably is cheaper. It's 83 quid. It's probably cheaper to just pay him and be like, yo, what's up with my dog, bro? Yeah, can we just get a Skype going? I just want you to see what's wrong with my dog here. (laughs) Oh, man, that's hilarious. Being a vet must be hectic. Like, imagine, like, because doctors only have to deal with, like, 
one thing, if that makes sense. Like like one form of being. Yeah. But like, you'd want to be a specialist, vet. like an elite specialist. I only deal with guinea pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Ti- like teeny tiny, uh, like surgery utensils. Utensils <laughs> is that the word? Yeah, it's like the op- you're taking the literal bits from the operation board game. wee tiny ventilator (laughs) keeping it going well it'll be good as well because this will be the first time we will be watching the UFC together I'm very excited I'm going to make some wings oh I found you know that old bitch who does the bacon show Mary Berry she looks like someone's wrinkled sole of their foot in a wig yep she does description yeah she in Tesco's I found does a blue cheese dip and it changes my famous in my own home honey barbecue sticky wings. Well, that's good for you because you're not allergic to blue cheese. So Are you allergic to blue cheese? I am, yeah. Oh, fuck, so you ruin everything. I know. But it's not your diabetes, it's your allergies. I know, I know. I know. Or That yeah, sucks. Well, that has taken that took all the excitement out of that there. Thanks. Sorry. Well, I mean, I can eat it, but then I come out in a rash, so it's like... All right, well, sorry, if you're not going to die, don't bitch about it. You'll have a bit of a rash. I'm not anaphylactic with it, but, yeah, I don't know. It just also tastes a bit funny to me. Your attitude's a bit funny to me in regards to blue cheese. (laughs) Don't trust a man who doesn't like blue cheese. Yeah. I I just rather have regular cheese. Smoked cheese is the best cheese, and we all know it. So what is it? What bit are you allergic to so my logic with this is i'm allergic to penicillin right so am i and i think yeah no i'm not saying that like because you're allergic to penicillin it means blue cheese i assume because penicillin comes from mold that there is something in mold that's mm. my, the only thing i can think of but it just brings me out rash i, I don't know I, it's been like that forever so my assumption is there's something in mold that Brings me out in rash. Well, that's true. You should probably stop eating mold then. It's probably not great. No, but it's you. so delicious. Just scraping bits off like windowsills. Off the shower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Well, I think that about wraps us up this week. If you anything else that you wish to talk about, Mel, it is after all your platform. I do. It's named after you. It is named after me. Um, oh, you've put me on the spot now. No. No. Okay. Well, well, I do, but not. I'd have to start a different podcast about it. Oh, okay. The intricacies of my my interests outside of MMA. You, to be fair, you don't have a great deal of interests outside MMA. Not in a bad way, because like, oh, thanks. No, no. But what I mean is, like, it's the same as me. You do MMA. Yeah. And you watch it, so that's like. You know, one of those is a hobby in terms of something that yeah, like an activity. I would say is a hobby you do as a pastime. Gaming, right. yeah, that's what films, I was say. photography, music. I'm not saying you're not into anything else. I'm you are. You literally game. just said it. You literally <laughs> just said it. You said, Mel, you're a boring bastard. You have you like you do MMA and you have an MMA podcast. There's literally no depth. Nothing to else you going this. on in your life. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't appreciate art. You don't appreciate music no. or movies. No, nothing. No, I just um, like I'm like a robot I, until Saturday night I just shut down <laughs> power me up and watch it and then you turn back on on a Monday or a Tuesday for a podcast and then you still be blasting Call of Duty yeah I 
I am addicted. The the lockdown's been bad, but I am addicted <laughs> to it. I haven't played I another game in like three weeks. That is a full scale addiction then. It is bad. It is really bad. But I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to shake it once lockdown's over and just everything go back goes back to normal. But I just love it so much at the minute. I actually I don't I don't even know if I love it. I'm just Addicted. Addicted. It's like it's like nicotine, I just can't shake it at the minute. We're gonna have to get you into rehab, bro. Yeah. I That's... haven't been I haven't been playing games at all. I've been too busy. <sighs> Running. Oh, judging me again. No, I'm not judging you I, for shit. I did that running stuff. Not, not for me. No. When gyms are reopened, I would rather go and sit on a rowing machine for an hour than than run for twenty minutes. It's hilarious how much you hate it. It's, it's so loud. shit. I don't know how anybody likes it. I don't know how anybody likes it. Like they convince. It's I don't know. It's like they're trying to convince other people that they like it. It's like some secret cult to get more I don't people like- into it. I don't like the activity. I like how I feel after. Well, there's plenty of other things you could do to feel. Yeah, but not very many of them. Not very. And you can enjoy the activity. Yeah, but not very many of them are as easy as putting on a pair of shoes and leaving the house. But they're not. But it's not easy. No, but I mean, the actual act isn't. But it's easy to go for a run. Yeah, it's just hard. What is it you hate about it so much? I hate. The way my legs feel after, during. <laughs> I hate the way my heart beats. Yeah. I hate that my breathing intensifies. Yeah. I hate I, all the health I love, and vitality. I love exercise. I love training. I love. I just hate running. It bores the tits off me. It can be boring. And like obviously, I'm doing that hundred miles in thirty days for charity, and my body is so broken. I'm just not built for it at all either. No, you're not. I'm like the opposite of what you need to be to be any way good at running. So the other day, when I was running with my mates, uh, one of the guys there was, he said, but he actually, he reckons he could survive around with Conor McGregor. <laughs> and, uh, of course. He said he reckoned that no one, was it no one under 100 kilos or something at BJJ would be able to get near him? Of course. He's never, never, never done any of, of that. He's played rugby. Hard as fuck, bro. I know. I was. I, I'm trying to convince him to to come to the gym. But that's not going to happen. No, no, probably not. But it's a shame because, like, like I think I went into it feeling a bit like that too. I think that every, you could survive around with a UFC champion. I think. I think. I don't think I would have said that. But I think I might have been like, you never know. He's small. Maybe like, you know, I don't think I'd have been like, oh, I could beat him or I could do whatever. But you might have been like, oh, maybe I could, maybe I could cling on for a round. But nope. like, no, no, no. I don't think that now. Obviously, having taken part in the sport, but I think that, uh, you know, that size myth is a real thing to people that haven't taken part in. It's funny though because it, there is elements of truth in it. Tiny elements, yeah. Yeah, like it just depends on some form of training. Yeah, like if you're completely untrained, doesn't matter what size you are. No, to an extent. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I mean, there's guys in our our gym here, what, sixty kilos who'd 
probably maul people at 100 plus kilos, you know, untrained. Yeah. You know, like we Lewis and stuff. True that. Even like, I don't know what we had. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that it's it's one of those things that everybody should, should definitely try it because I think the reason that people don't is because they're, they don't want to lose that illusion. They don't want their illusion shattered that they can fight or that they'd be safe or that they'd be okay you know and then the problem is people that go and say naturally are good at it might end up just maintaining that myth mm. you know and then the people that don't one or two things happens you either get the experience that i did or you did where you're like okay i need to be able to do that to somebody yeah. else or you come away from it being like fuck that i'm not letting my ego get smashed like that day in day out yeah so i don't know just post videos of yourself shadow boxing on twitter it's essentially the same as doing mma training oh uh, are we going there don't know it annoys me yeah so there's two guys on twitter talking about fighting and it's pathetic like it really is it's a funky scouser is it it's one of them and dizzy is the other one yeah it i don't know don't know sense. either of them don't know either of them personally don't care but like fuck's sake it's embarrassing just go and fight like in yeah, a gym. Just go, just go to an MMA gym. If you want to fight so bad, go to an MMA gym, train for six to 12 months and have an amateur fight. Done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to be fighting in a car park in front of car lights. And stop posting videos of you trying to imitate moves you've seen on UFC 3. Well, that was the thing. The first thing I noticed about your man Funky Scouser's video was his hands were dropping left, right, and center. Every time he, he threw, like, his hands were coming down, you're going, fucking hell, man. Like, you're either going to get head kicked or more than likely going to eat a fucking But they're not going to, but the thing is, it's just, he could be the nicest guy in the world. I'm not making a comment on him personally. But, like, it's not fighting. It's not fighting. It's playing pretend. And I'm, I'm, we're not saying it as fighters. But, like, just go and do it. It's not hard to go and train. Like, it's just sad otherwise yeah i think a lot of people don't get it though they don't they don't get that it is sad and the people aren't looking at it like that's cool they're looking at it like what the fuck are you doing with your life oh yeah it's just silly well that's and they could always point to that oh it's just silly fun which is fair enough if it is yeah silly fun with brain trauma sure why not yeah oh no but they're but this is the thing they're not actually going to fight so there was a video doing the rounds on Twitter that I actually meant to tell you about. Did you see it? The John Dodson nutshot video? No. Just basically like, and a guy's tag for it, which is hilarious, is writing the Dodsons. But like, <laughs> I didn't realize, like, he must have been kicked in the butt. Like, he must have the biggest plums because every single fight he's been in has had him getting kicked in the dick. He's just sterile, though. No, There's just nothing left there. <laughs> nothing now. left. Just, just an empty sack. Turned to a paste. Yeah. You know, like, rolling it between your finger and thumb. It's just, may as well be filled with toothpaste. Oh, oh Jesus, man, that's graphic. <laughs> well, obviously, if people aren't already, they should be subscribed on iTunes, right? That's, like, priority yeah, number uno. Yeah, obvious, yeah. Yeah, as well as that, it'd be super wonderful and super awesome if you could, uh, oh, and super rad, hey, if you could leave a review on iTunes. You can find a podcast anywhere on the that has podcasts essentially uh, i think we're actually also on spotify um and on top of that you can use any of the android apps like podcast addict or Podbeam or whatever you pod sorry or whatever you use to find us so 
Make sure you subscribe, tag your friends, etc. Share, love, 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 and all that. Um, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash superadmma or at superadmma show on the Twitters, which is our uh, our main source of interaction. So any questions, feel free. And uh, nearly at the 2,200 follower mark, bro. At what point are we famous and can stop pretending to live the normal life? I think now. Yeah, I think now. I think we're. I think we're good. To I shall inform now. my wife. I am leaving then. Yeah, well, just fame will become to start a string of high-profile affairs. Obviously, as well, uh, we do have a Patreon. Um, so patreon.com forward slash MMA. So. Um, with the last Patreon, it allowed us to upgrade our equipment, and you know it, it just goes back into the show to help keep us uh, bringing you the show because it does take a lot of time and a lot of effort. So, uh, if you do wish to uh, to donate uh, and show some support, you can do so over at patreoncom MMA And I think that about wraps us up this week, brother. Yep. Right. Until next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>